Hey, 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 Black Tribers, welcome back to another podcast. We are incredibly blessed today. My bride is joining us, Lisa Marie, incredibly beautiful women with us, Shannon Clark Yay. with The Standard. If you're watching us on our patreon.com uh, slash Karen Lisa Black, you're going to see the video of, of this recording uh, and get the voice. And then if you're listening to it on our Apple or our SoundCloud, pretty soon um, we're going to get also on, um, what's the one you just went on? You like your music? Oh, uh, Spotify. Spotify. We'll be on Spotify <laughs> soon. Hey, today, guys, I'm so excited because we've got Shannon Clark. Um, we, Lisa and I, have the opportunity of speaking at an event that she has put together in Denver. You're coming to us from Denver, Shannon? Where are you at? Yeah, I'm in Westminster, actually, so just outside of Denver. What? Westminster in your backyard? It looks yep, gorgeous. Gorgeous, at. gorgeous. Okay, so... Aha. So Shannon, we have been connected kind of indirectly for many years. Um, anytime that Lisa and I can get around a young woman in her early thirties, uh, that is after God and doing the stuff, the hard stuff. And I know you're in the midst of it right now. Um, we're going to support that and love that and come alongside of that. And so we're really excited. Why don't you give us a little bit of who Shannon is and your background and why you're on here today with us? Yeah, thanks. I'm really excited to be here with you guys and talk about the standard and kind of what God is moving on um, for me and our team and and even in this generation. And so um, a little bit about me. I was um, born in Kansas City and lived there for a few years, grew up mostly in Colorado, but spent some time in, at IHOP in Kansas City as a teenager um, and was able to actually do the- International House of Prayer. That's right. I want to make sure we, we get this Christian lingo <laughs> going. You're like, what the heck? You worked at a breakfast joint? Right. Yeah. So yeah. The, um, right, keep going. Yeah. So I was at the International House of Prayer and it's a, a live 24-hour house of worship and prayer that's been going on. 24-7 for over 20 years now. And um, I was able to be a part of that house when I was a teenager, really was developed in my walk with the Lord and um, did night watch during that time frame, which is the uh, midnight to 6 a.m. sets, which is like, it's wow. where you felt really radical, you know, like, because you were doing all of these like <laughs> deeply intense um, night watch hours and, and sleeping during the day. It was awesome. So I did that as a teenager, and then um, my family felt like we were supposed to come back to Colorado, and so I actually went and finished high school here in Colorado, but then got exposed to the Jesus Culture Movement and got radically encountered by God during the Jesus Culture Movement, went to a few of their conferences, then graduated high school, went to, um, to BSSM as well. So had some time there, worked, worked at BSSM, and... Um, help star Bethel music back in the day. What is that? What is what? what oh, make yeah. sure you give us the acronym. That's right. So Sorry. Um, Bethel school of yes. supernatural ministry in, in Redding, California. Yes. And, the Bethel guys. We love them. Yeah. King of men. Bill Johnson and, um, Chris Vallotton and Danny Silk and all of those guys, um, massive impactful time for me there. And, and then I felt the Lord call me back and called me back into Colorado about 10 years ago and been doing youth ministry and a few other things. But, um, I actually had transitioned out of youth ministry um, a few years ago, thinking I was all done. And um, and it was actually after the last high school shooting in at STEM High School in Highlands Ranch. Um, I was driving in my car and I was just praying to the Lord. And, and 
um, just caught in that kind of intercession time where you're just really frustrated about where where we are in life and where we're seeing society. And and so I was just praying over our kids and I was thinking about my old youth kids and and I was like, Lord, like our kids are getting knocked out. Like they're totally getting sideswiped from every direction, from every narrative, from every, yeah. um, there's so much coming at them. They have no clue that it's coming at them as well. Like they don't even have an understanding yeah. that things are actually hitting them out of, uh, out of their lane. It's just knocking them out. Like we're seeing all of these crazy stats of suicide, depression, anxiety, medication, self-harm, all of these things. And in the car, I was just like, Lord, we've got to do something about this. You've got to do something about this. And so I was praying and I just was like, Lord, you got to raise up a new standard. Like you have a standard. I know that you have freedom for this. I know you have an answer for this. You've got to raise up a new standard. And so as I was in the car, I was thinking about all of these different moves and all of these different um, like events and things that I went to as a teenager with IHOP um, at the International House of Prayer in one thing, which was the conference they put on over New Year's. I used to go to that every year. And then I went to Jesus Culture Conferences every summer. And then I went to the call and they would have these one day huge events where stadium gatherings were where all of these people would come and pray and worship. And they were like marking moments in my heart and marking moments with God where mm-hmm. God radically encountered me. But I realized that most of those ministries have either closed their doors or transitioned on. And that there's very few expressions that are really holding that space anymore. And so I yeah. I was like, Lord, I don't know what you want to do about this, but you just have my yes. And so hmm. that's how the standard got birthed, actually, was out of a place of intercession, out of a place of prayer for this generation, out of this Gen Z generation that God has his finger on. And so, yeah, so that's how it got started. I was praying a few months later and I was just asking like, Lord, am I supposed to be holding this thing or am I supposed to be like, you know, just praying for someone else to have this, this thing. And, and, um, two months later, I'm sitting in a coffee shop and in this coffee shop, I had my Bible open and I was just, um, getting ready for a message. And, um, this older gentleman sits across from me and he goes, what is it that you're working on? And I was like, oh, I'm getting my message together. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be speaking at this youth camp and blah, blah, blah. Just getting, you know, chit-chatting. And he goes, that's great. Except for the Holy Spirit said, I'm supposed to help you. What are you working on? And I went, oh, wow. okay. Um, and so then I just kind of unloaded this, like, I think God wants to start a new move in youth. And I think he wants to start a new movement. And I think that he's going after Jed's ears and I think I'm supposed to do something about it, but I don't know what it is. Like, and, and this guy was so awesome. And he, he's like, what is it that you're looking for? And I'm like, I'm just asking the Lord for confirmation. And his name was Doug Lowry. Wow. If that wasn't, if that wasn't enough confirmation, (laughs) yeah, come on. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And I was like, I'm looking for confirmation. And he's like, this is your confirmation. It's time to go. And this guy ended up being a mentor to me for like four or five months. He's been heavily involved in this process as we've been developing the standard. And so the long story short of all of this is that we're doing a a big youth event called the standard in downtown Denver on July 29th through the 31st, rallying a generation of Gen Zers and even millennials to come back to the original standard being Jesus, to get radically encountered by God, to get equipped in authentic truth, not just a uh, you know, the YOLO culture, but actually being able to come into authentic, biblical, eternal truth. 
and then also be empowered, sent, and uh, launched into each sphere of influence and on the streets of Denver to be able to bring the kingdom in a really practical way. And so that's what we're doing. We're going after this generation to get them radically encountered by God to impact the earth and actually come back into their identity in all of that. So go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. So you called me uh, (laughs) a few months back. Actually, we've been mailing back and forth with the world race and some different people. And I didn't really pay that close attention to it. We were moving back from Spain and all of that. Mm -hmm. And then you and I finally got on the phone. um, And you were in San Diego, I think. That's right. (laughs) Um, And I don't remember where I was. Um, You you started to share your heart and said, I think your sister at 13 got saved at a Rock the Nations event. Is that right? She she was or just went. Yeah, she went to the events and it was a massively impactful thing. And there's this prophetic word about Rock the Nations guys that are tied to this kind of event that I believe that God is doing. And so I was like, I need to get connected with some of these old Rock the Nations guys. And that's how I kind of got your information. And I knew Lou Engel was part of that too. And yeah, so my sister was radically encountered at 13 year olds. She went to DC was part of that that march and all of that as well so you know uh, i i I have to bring that up because a lot of our millennial that we run through g42 and the world race they make fun of me for my rock the nations days (laughs) they don't care that I was a rock star. It kind of bugs me. Anyway. You were still a really big deal. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I, yeah. I just wanted to ask you, Cannon, what is this like for you? You're in your early thirties. You are carrying the load of this on your shoulders as a woman. Can you just talk a little bit about what that's like? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. Um, I've always felt personally called to ministry in a very impactful way. And um, it's interesting because my parents were great as far as how they raised me in the sense of not feeling confined by being a woman. And in fact, I didn't really understand that there was an issue with being a woman in ministry and all of that stuff growing up because my mom was a powerful, she's a powerful um, prophetic voice. She was, um, she actually was mentored by Bob Jones back in the day. And, and so she's been wow. like That's heavily awesome. involved in, in prophetic and she's always walked in, um, really powerful ministry. And so, but being a woman, I'm actually a single woman too. So like there's a dynamic in hoops that, um, that I have had to jump through, um, even just in conversation with folks of, of being able to say like, you know, um, you know, basically like, where's your covering or where are some of those things? And, and the, I'm like, Jesus is my covering, you know, <laughs> he actually is the one that's our covering. And, and so being a single woman, I felt like this was actually this, even this move was to be an encouragement to young single women to be able to say, you don't have to wait till you get married. You don't have to wait until there's some specific covering. Like we honor and we support yes. and we champion men. Like we're on our team, like we're on a team together. And but that it's not something contingent, you know, it's not contingent for us to have to be in that space to be able to move into what God has called you to, but to actually step into that space with courage and with confidence that that is what you're anointed for. That's what you've been commissioned for. That's who God has called you to be. And so it's been an intense process. It's definitely pioneering through some stuff. And, um, but it's been, he's so faithful. He's so faithful through this whole process. And so, yeah. 
Yeah. I, I mean, mean, it's it's usually the women that end up doing ninety <laughs> percent of the work, and so I, you know, I champion men. I love men. Obviously, I love yeah. working with men. But Thank I you. am <laughs> so proud of you, just because I know that people say silly things. People said things like that to me when I was young too. That you know, well, who's your covering? And I said, well, Jesus Christ is the best covering there is. So I just wanted you to speak to that though, because there's so many young women in your generation that are just. They keep asking me the same question and I can't even believe it's a question anymore. Like, like they're waiting for something. I'm like, don't wait for anything. Go do what God has put in your heart. Go do it yeah. today. And, you know, find some, some, find some people to link arms with and, and we can all just work together towards the th same thing. But I just, I don't know. I just want to make sure we touched on that because so many of the women that go and do are your yeah. age and yeah. you're doing it. Super proud of you. Super, super proud. Super proud. Okay, so we've got the standard. I love your um, your theme verse, Isaiah. When the enemy comes like a flood, we're going to rise up a standard, yeah. right? If you read that verse properly, the way that it was written, when the, when the enemy comes in like a flood, we're going to raise up a standard against mm -hmm. him. So it's we've always said the end, like it's almost like the enemy had more power yeah. than we have. But it's like a, we rise up like a flood. It's not him. Like we're taking him out. Okay, so, and your heartbeat is really, you're in Denver. You know, I mean, my old buddies, my prophet buddies up there, Larry Pombianco and all those guys. We got a great world race crew up there, a community that'll be coming and G42 mm -hmm. alumni. Uh, they'll be coming to the event. A lot of guys are coming. I'm going to have you speak to that. But talk to us about the, the revival, the heartbeat, because you, you and I have talked a lot. I'm, I'm a transformation yeah. guy. Um, Tell me about your heart for Denver and what you want to see happen from this event. Yeah, um, it's interesting because there's a number of number of different things that I believe God has got his finger on. Um, when I was praying over confirmation for the dates of this whole event um, and moving into this event, uh, we were in the middle of COVID. We were under massive lockdowns and there wasn't light at the end of the tunnel yet. And so for me, I wasn't even sure at that time, like, okay, Lord, I believe that you're saying mid-July because I was led to that time frame through a series of dreams that I had had and some other folks had had. And, right. um, and so I was praying on that and praying on um, the time frame, went to a cabin up in Estes to just spend time with the Lord because I just needed to get away. And, um, and I was reading this book called God's Generals and um, by Robert Slyard and and um, just getting encouragement. I always read that book because it has each chapter is a um, different revivalist and um, their summary yeah. of their life. And I always like look at the moves of God that have happened in history to learn, to see what they did right, what they did wrong and see how we can apply it to today. And, um, and so I was reading on Amy Simple McPherson and I tend to read it on the ladies because clearly I'm a lady and I, that brings me encouragement. <laughs> and um Right. And um, there's these two sentences in the book that was um, easily you could dismiss it very quickly if you're not looking for it. And it said in 1921, Amy Simple McPherson came to Denver, Colorado, hosting three weeks of meetings where 16,000 people were showing up two and three times a day. And one of the days they had 8,000 people be dismissed because the response was so high. And at the time... Okay, wait, yeah. wait, 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 just yeah. a second, Shannon. Hang on. So 1921, yep. 
Amy Simple McPherson, which if you guys have ever seen the videos of her flowing gown, <laughs> yeah. and I mean, she was eccentric and weird, but incredible anointing and authority, mm -hmm. healing like you can't believe. I mean, she really walked as a pure revivalist and evangelist. Um, I, I kind of cut my teeth on her with my, with my mom and dad. She was in Denver, 1921. She's having these multiple events. 16,000 people yeah. are showing up. And, and what happened? What did you say happened? So, like, yeah, one of the days they had 8,000 people be completely like turned away because the response was so high in downtown Denver. Okay. And um, the date stuck out to me, and I didn't put the pieces together until I had like did some more research. And turns out that there were like thousands of people that got saved, thousands of people that got healed and delivered, like radical healings, like even celebrity like celebrities back in the day that lived in Denver area were getting were getting saved military were getting saved and um wow. and i realized that 1921 we're actually landing on the 100 year anniversary of this time frame uh of when she was here right. and i was like oh my gosh like okay there's confirmation thank you lord like <laughs> cuz i was like okay, we're not doing a rinse and repeat, but I do know that he honors times and seasons. And so we're on the 100-year anniversary season of this thing. And also, she was riding the coattails of the Spanish influenza when she was doing these meetings. Mm -hmm. And here we are now, 2021, 100 years later, yeah. riding the coattails of COVID. And, you know, there's... And oh, by the way, we, we were in Spain when it hit. So maybe there's something to that. Yeah, like <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Come on. Okay, so, so yeah. tell us about the event. Yeah. So you, it's called The Standard. It's it's in the end of July, beginning of yep. August, right? And and Lisa and I are going to be there mm -hmm. speaking. Lisa's going to do some workshops. Who else is coming? So we've got um, Lou Engel. We've got Chad Dedman. And Chad Dedman is from... Um, He's from Bethel originally, but he's got his own ministry down in, in Southern California. And he's been seeing people getting saved on the beaches in um, in California, literally where people are getting saved. Um, they're getting healed. They're getting um, delivered all of their stuff. They're getting baptized in the ocean and filled with the Holy Spirit all yeah. at once. And so it's been really fun to listen to their testimonies. They've been praying for revival on the beaches, pressing in for a new Jesus people movement. And, um, and so he's actually going to help our students get activated and launched and equipped to go and take the streets of Denver. So we're actually going to be training, equipping, and sending all of our students into Denver because we believe that God wants to do kingdom stuff right now, not just later, but actually mm -hmm. use us, use our own hands and feet, use our own kids. Like, like there's no junior Holy, Holy Spirit, so he's going to use all of these students to really go and radically change Denver. And so, um, so we're going to do that. And then we also have, um, we've got Leland coming, circuit riders coming, um, Seth Enos, Seth and Rachel Enos. And, um, there are a bunch of worship folks who have been doing tours all around the nation. They're seeing thousands of people getting saved. Um, it's, it's radical. So we're bringing all of these folks who are just like hungry for revival, authentic, hungry hearts who are just pressing in for what God is doing next. And, and um and then we of course have you guys we've got you uh gary and lisa coming and and um a number of other folks from upper room denver and um other speakers that are going to be coming in into our breakout sessions and so we want people to get resourced they we want them to be equipped we want them to be trained so that 
not only will they walk away from our event um, having a beautiful encounter with Jesus, but also being able to have tools in their tool belt to be able to start walking. So when Monday rolls around, they have something to hold on to and an anchor that they can actually hold on to. That's the key, isn't it? Do you, yeah. It's like what we feel about conferences and, and the application. Yeah, side. it's like it, it's we don't need more emotional highs. We need actual tools. We need people that really want to go out there and fight. I just wanted to ask you, um, you talked about what's, what's coming against this generation, Gen Z. They've got the suicide rates are off the charts, the anxiety, the depression. They talk about it like we used to talk about having a cold. Yeah. It's They expect it. It's very common to them, but it's eating them alive. The social media is really affecting their, the way their minds develop and how they see themselves. What do you think is the war over this generation? Like, What is special about them that there's such a war over their lives just even existing? Yeah, that's a great question. I was actually praying and pressing into this um, a few weeks ago because I knew that the Lord had his finger on this generation. And particularly right now within Colorado, there's a lot of prophetic words about what God's doing here. But with this generation, what I believe, the Lord told me that they are um, chain breakers and territory takers. And they're actually called mm-hmm. to be giant killers. And um, and so I felt this um, that this generation actually is meant to be able to go after the the... Um, the giants in the land and go after the high places again. I believe that God has actually called this generation to be a Josiah generation where they, as a young age, will look at the idols of high and say, no more. We're not going to accept this any longer. And that includes suicide. That includes depression. That includes um, commercialism. That's in consumerism. It's the inauthentic. It's the filtered generation. It's the YOLO generation that the stuff that's like plagued our kids plagued our um, our generation even just with our social media but that the this generation will actually look at the giants in the land and actually go after them they're the davids they're the josiahs they're the joshua's and caleb's that are going after these things and i believe it's unto um, a massive harvest that god actually has called for the world that he's actually called it for unto the nations and it's a the even bob jones spoke about a, a word called um for a billion soul harvest of youth around the nations of the world and so I believe that the enemy has gone after the identity of this generation to make them faceless and nameless, that they would not have an identity or even a gender for that matter, mm-hmm. because when they catch their identity, when they figure out that they're sons and daughters of the Most High, that once it clicks, they will be unstoppable. They will be the bold ones. Yes. They will be the yes. ones that are going after the heavy things. They're going to be heavy hitters. They're going to count the cost and be able to just really go after that space. And and I believe that they will take territory in a radical, radical way, not just in Denver, but all over, all, all over the world, all over the nations. I believe that he's sending, he is sending these students into the nations of the earth unto that harvest. And so. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's our whole message, so right? Hope. It's yep. like, let's go get our inheritance and stop talking about getting escaped and, and making heaven the only point. It's like, let's bring heaven to earth in Denver and around the planet yeah. with a bunch of radical kids who are willing to give up the social media and all the stuff that just drowns yeah. them out um, and get to this space where it's a multi-generational movement, right, yes. Shannon? It's I want to invite not just millennials and Gen Z. Guys, let's all of us come together. I, I really believe, I mean, we've got Larry Pombianco in his late 70s now who prays over DU Denver University every morning still for 30 some years. Yep. His whole crew's coming. We've got a bunch of older 
you know, boomers and Xers like us coming. Um, we want to come together and see the father really touch, turn the hearts of the fathers and mothers to the children yeah. and the children back and see a multi-generation. We lay down our stuff and watch God do something. I love it. Wow. Okay. I'm going to put all the information up here. Give us the dates again. July 29th through the 31st at the Sheridan Hotel. July 29th through yes. the 31st. Yes, uh, I'll be speaking on the what, 29th morning? Yes, Friday morning. <laughs> 20, am I kicking it off? You, uh, no. I'm actually kicking it off on Thursday night, but you're going to be the most There it is. That's my girl. Oh, and on Friday morning. Okay, good. <laughs> yep. and then she's kicking it off, baby. Lisa's going to stay up there. Um, I've got to go, but she's going to be up there doing breakout sessions and just kind of doing ministry. We've got our G42 alumni coming to help with ministry, some world racers. Um, we got a whole crew coming from uh, Massachusetts that we love deeply. Sweet. Um, and so this is going to be fun. I want you two ladies to pray us out. I want you guys to pray. You know, you know, Shen, I told you we're majority women on the world race. We're, we're majority women in G42. Yeah. The women keep showing up. You keep showing up because you have a yes yeah. in your heart. And I want everyone to hear this. All God's ever looking for is a yes in our heart. He's not looking for our expertise or how holy we are, or how much we read the Bible. All that's awesome. But really all he's looking for is a yes. Yeah. And when we have a yes, it gets us in pretty deep, doesn't it, babe? We're, it's tough. That's <laughs> <laughs> not easy. Come on, running a whole conference like this is not easy. So I want, I want Lisa to pray for you and just strengthen you. And then I would love you just to pray back into the young people that are considering yeah. this and listening awesome. to this right now and old people. Go ahead, baby. All right, God, I just thank you for Shannon, Lord, for um, <clears throat> a beautiful, powerful woman that is fearless and is is strong in her vision that you've given her. God, the call over her life is a mighty one, and Lord, she has a mothering spirit that um, that sees the wounded and the broken little ones all around her, and she can't. She refuses to walk by. She refuses to act like she doesn't see it. And God, I just. I ask that you would just um, put her in a little bubble, Lord, just to protect her mind and her heart and her body during this season. God, that there would be so many people that would just come out of crazy places just to bless her and speak life over her and encourage her. And God, I just pray that we would remember that there's so many women on, on the front lines that are, are fighting with everything that they have. And God, I just thank you that um, we are warriors. Women are are powerful that way that you've given us a sword to fight with God and we will not lay it down in mm. Jesus name. Yes, God. And father, we call out that man. In yes, Jesus Lord. Name. Sorry, Shannon, you pray now. Yes, oh, I Yeah, Lord, I just thank you so much for what you're doing. God, I thank you that you are not absent and, um, that you are not passive God, that you are very aggressive about the moves that you have in your heart. And so, Father, I thank you that you see um, the plight of this generation, that you see the plight of those who are on the planet, Lord, for sons and daughters, for mothers and fathers, for grandparents and grand, um, yes. um, grandmothers, grandpas. And Lord, I just thank you for what you're doing as a multi-generational move. And Father, I thank you that you have a, your finger on this generation for Gen Z and the millennial generation, Lord that you are calling them into identity, that you're calling them into being giant killers and chain breakers, territory takers, reformers, Lord. We just call them forth right now in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And we say, let no hindrance yes, come between them and the encounter of God that they're supposed to be either at this event or the things that are happening mm -hmm. in their world, Jesus. 
And Lord, I thank you that you are moving in Denver, that you're moving in Colorado, that you're moving in the nations of the earth. Lord, we thank you that that what God starts, you don't stop. And so, Father, we thank you that you, your word will go and accomplish what it was set out to do, and it will not come null and void, but that, Lord, you will set, you will do exactly what you set out to do. And so, Father, we call mm. forth the yes, harvest. Good. We call forth the ones that you've already yes, spoken Lord. to, Lord. We call forth the ones that don't even know it yet, and we speak for holy dissatisfaction to happen in their spirits, that you would prepare the hearts for encounter God, that you would prepare the hearts of students, that you would prepare the hearts of moms and dads, that you would prepare the hearts of pastors mm. and leaders for harvest, Lord. And Lord, we thank you that you are calling this generation into um their identity. God, yes, we thank God. you that you have marked them with identity. You have marked them as wild ones. You have marked them as um, the ones who are going to go after the giants in the land. And Lord, I thank you that the giants' days are numbered. And Father, that you have already spoken for these things to start shifting and moving. And Lord, we thank you that we just get to be part of your journey. Lord, we get to be part of your plan for this generation. And so, Father, we just commission yes, moms God. and dads. We commission um, what you're doing. And we ask that we just partner with that. We just, we bless your name and we bless, um, yeah, just bless your name through this event, through the standard, through this movement in all things unto your glory in Jesus mighty name. Jesus name. Okay. So the, the, the website is what? www.thestandardmovement.com. Thestandardmovement.com. Go register today. We've got a few days, like three days left. What is today? Today's June. Today's what? June 30. 28th? Or yeah, June 28th. We've got two more days, three more days actually of a special promotional deal for $85 for the whole weekend. Um, and then prices will go up after that. So yeah. Okay. And we're going to put this up on our website. Our new website's launching in about a week or so. Um, and we'll have it up there. Guys, amazing. Shannon, thank you so much. I love that, you know, David, when you were praying, I just had the quick thought. David used the giant's own sword to cut Let's his head off. And the enemy only has words. He has no weapons. And so we get to use fear against him. And we get to use lust and suicide yeah. against him. And we're going to teach a generation how to war that's properly. Right. Um, and, and that's part of what you're doing. And so I'm so excited to be a part of this with you, Shannon. Very proud of you. Anything else you want to tell us? No, I'm just so thankful. Thanks so much for creating space. I'm so excited to have you guys on board. So excited to have you guys as new friends, by the way. It's awesome. So it's, it's so great. <laughs> yeah. All right. Go check it out. GaryandLisaBlack.com. We'll have all the information there. Thanks, Shannon. God bless you. We'll see you very, very all soon. Right. See you guys all at the event. See you later. All right.